Yo, this is the ancient Texan sitting out on my back porch. There's probably going to be some noises, but that's okay. It's America. It's real. I'm real. I want to talk about where Biden and America is going at the current moment in time. Early part of May, Friday afternoon. Got my little glass of wine for Friday. Dry red Cabernet. Nice and dry, the way I like it. Also has a little carbohydrates. Lost 13 pounds this month, but that's another topic. Okay, how's Biden doing? Let's first take his signature move on the pandemic. We've got more vaccine available than anybody else. But lots of vaccine. We're starting to have people not show up, not wanting to get vaccinated. We've got you know, 32% or something, I think I saw on Google this morning, that have had both shots, 40% or something that have had one shot. We probably have 20, 30% that have had, uh, get some immunity because they've had COVID. That gets us up maybe 60%, 70%. That's being optimistic of the people that have some immunity. Well, in the beginning, they used to think this was enough to get herd immunity. And I'm taking this from the daily that was on today. Um, and just some understanding of mathematics is simple for me. Or, I mean, there's advanced math, it's not simple for me, or not even doable. But compared to the average guy on the street, my math skills are pretty good. Well, this herd immunity was a concept when we had one dominant virus. But now we got a big breeding ground of seven billion people breeding the virus. India, Pakistan, Africa. Africa really hadn't got their go at it yet. They will though. US certainly did some breeding, Great Britain, Europe. We have this idea that uh, we're superior, most important people on the planet. And if we get vaccinated, take care of everything. Well, it turns out that that's not true because the vaccine, the virus, and you guys fix this for me when I exchange those two words. They both start with a V. The virus is mutating and the longer it stays around, the more it will mutate. That's what viruses do. That's what life does. That virus 
their cycle time is really short days, weeks. So, first we had this bad assumption that if we vaccine ourselves, that uh, I'll take care of everything. Ignoring the fact that we have air travel from all over the world bringing in virus mutations that eventually will not be covered by the vaccines. That's just the way it is. But then we have this other thing, uh, this polarization in America where people have the people believe one thing and the other half believe the opposite uh, just because it's the opposite. I'm convinced. So just like it's hurting us on the world stage with the competition with China, um, with our long-term challenges with globalization and global warming and taking care of our poor. We have stuff we need to be doing and we're in two different camps that can't compromise and can't work together. Well, and the vac vaccine slash virus is no exception. A whole lot of people are not going to get vaccinated in the U.S. That's becoming obvious and will become more obvious as the days go by. For whatever reason, you can go into that, but um, that's just the way it is. So, I don't think we can fix that. That's just reality. And it's reality that it's going to take places like India and Africa two more years, end of 2024, to get back vaccinated. And by then, what they get vaccinated on won't even be what we're getting vaccinated on now. So that means, one, future vaccines are in our future. And two, there's going to be kind of a rolling pandemic that comes through every once in a while, gets a toehold, and wipes out some city. Or wipes out, meaning the hospitals can't handle it. But in general, there's just going to be a background level, like we had with AIDS, or like we have with flu. How long is that going to take? According to the Daily and the discussion this morning, generation 20 to 40 years wow so how are we going to live our lives are we going to stay in mass for 20 or 40 years i'm sorry but i'm jumping camp and i'm going over to the republican side that says screw the mask we're just going to get out and live i am not going to stay afraid of living for the next 20 or 40 years. If I want to go out to a restaurant um, with my wife and I'd say have a steak. I almost never eat steak, but maybe after I'll have a post-pandemic steak, <laughs> whether I need it or not. 
are we going to accept there's going to be increasing mortality or decreasing mortality that life expectancies are going to go down because more of us are getting knocked off by COVID are we going to accept that you know you go to school and teachers get COVID and we have to hire extra people and working in restaurants is going to be less attractive and we're going to have to pay them more can't get people right now to go back to restaurant work because they're making more money on uh, unemployment which then I, I also think the Republicans were right on that they thought uh, We were given too much unemployment. We weren't being careful with it, COVID checks. And I think we're starting to see some of the effects of being a little too generous. They wanted to try to target people that was more needed. At least that was their sermon. Who knows if they would have stepped up to the plate because they're kind of, They've kind of become the do-nothing party. They're the Monday morning quarterbacks. Now, what else is Biden doing? Talking about lower raising the income tax. Not a big fan of that. If you want to stay competitive on the world stage and bring in companies and the jobs they create not a good idea raising taxes on rich people or even us middle class people is a good idea but that would take guts and that's not likely to happen so I'm I'm not with uh, Biden there also not with Biden on global warming I'm very much for taking action but I think the government trying to decide each little detail is way beyond the government's ability. Like this morning, I was listening to a newscast and there were these protesters that were uh, protesting uh, Bitcoin mining because it uses a lot of electricity and that's bad to make CO2 and global footprint and all that. Well, they're just responding to the economics in front of them. Uh, they're using, a lot of them are using like waste gas that comes off of, uh, you know, that's flared in a refinery or something, putting that to use. Some are using the excess power, you know, that you get in the middle of the night that's uh, low cost power because nobody wants it. And it's, if they can find someone to sell it to, it's a lot easier than bringing the power plant down and cranking it back up. Or when solar or wind goes offline and they've got to bring power on and then all of a sudden solar or wind comes back up and they got to take it down. They sell power cheap because it's easier than trying to adjust to a constantly changing load. These people are taking it mining Bitcoin. But if you don't think that's something that should be done, 
One way to do it is the government try to step in and decide every case this is worthwhile or not worthwhile. Well, I don't think we're smart enough to do that. If you want to take care of CO2, you put a tax on CO2 emissions and you crank that up to you get the CO2 emissions down where you want them. You let the market decide what's a smart way to do it. I'm guessing Bitcoin mining would be greatly discouraged. Well, right now it's going up in value and it's a lot of speculation. Uh, and that brings us to something else Biden is doing. Because people are going to Bitcoin or gold because they're afraid of inflation. Now, why are they afraid of inflation? One, we have huge federal deficits from handing out money, and we're talking about handing out more money. More money with the same number of goods and services. That's what I learned was called the formula for inflation. Uh, I don't think we've gone so far yet that it's anything catastrophic. I'm not convinced if we give out another two trillion that Biden's going to do. Uh, I think we'll certainly test the limits if we can bring inflation back. That will be like if I was going to run an experiment, is inflation dead? Well, let's give out about three trillion bucks argue a little while and then get out give out back another three trillion i think uh, that's a formula for disaster i also think that they're using that money not and using the forces of the market but they're going to let the government uh, decide the winners and losers and tax credits and benefits and stuff for technologies i again that goes with my general sense about global warming and government trying to manage it on a step-by-step -step basis. I think that's bringing insanity. I also think it's too much too fast. Um, managing that much money by anybody is incredibly difficult. I've been on projects and corporations engineering companies where we've had a billion dollars we're trying to manage you know how damn hard that is to do right and do efficiently and just to manage that project two trillion that's a thousand two thousand times more crap just to manage that much money is wow that is like mind-boggling and by people in the government that do not have the native skills and technology that's required to manage global warming. Now, some of the stuff like infrastructure that's really infrastructure, um, you know, the traditional fix the bridge and roads and the new stuff like uh, internet for everybody and laptops for everybody 5g that's good stuff and i'd like to see the republicans involved even if it's only like a handful five 
Republicans. I think that would make it better. I think we'd break this thing up into packages and, you know, see which ones you can get Republicans on board. Uh, I think we're creating a disaster by uh, just one side thinking through something. We're, nobody's that smart. I think when you sit down and compromise and talk with people that uh, disagree with you, just what seems like little changes to get one Republican vote uh, is probably moving in a direction that's smarter. Like a Romney or a Cheney that's uh, kind of broken away. Those 10 Republicans that uh, voted for Trump impeachment or six, whatever it was. I think those guys need some help, but I think they are worth protecting. And I think we should sit down with them and their weight should have about 10 times more weight than each Democrat in the room. This is a bigger, oh, you guys see that squirrel just go by there behind me? That was cool. Looked like it's a black squirrel. I think getting the Republicans on board uh, and getting their viewpoints is really important. I think it's important for America to start coming back together and I think trying to make a few Republicans look good uh, and get their input, uh, especially ones that stuck their neck out and did what's right. I think it's more important than the stuff we're pushing through. I think in having a country that's talking to each other, that's not crazy and that's not so crazy to elect Trump again. probably a senile Trump by then. He's older than I am. It's something that we ought to be thinking about and putting some, some weight on that issue. Okay, let's look at one more thing and then be quiet. Um, unemployment ticked up a little bit. Um, Jobs growth was only 266, let's call it 300,000. So, and a lot of workers report they can't find workers. So, our economy is coming back quickly? Doesn't sound like it. And if you don't get production up pretty quickly, we got a big debt load. Um, sounds like more news for inflation. There's an extra $300 a week that uh, workers get because of COVID. Um, if you work in a restaurant, it's quite possible 
that you might get more staying at home. My daughter worked um, a new job that she got right at the beginning of the pandemic. Literally got in one hour and then got laid off because of the pandemic. And she's been doing quite well on unemployment. Her bank account is going up. She's living here at home instead of an apartment because of the pandemic. Um, she's in no hurry to go out and get a job. She does her studies and stays pretty busy doing that. So that's great. It's like being paid to go to school. Another thing is, um, a lot of schools are still not back. And we're also getting up at the time of the year that kids go on summer break. So if you're a parent, those kids have been at home and you had to quit your job or you had a job in a restaurant and they started paying you unemployment, why would you go back to work? I'll just go try to find someone to take care of my kids, go back to work and make less money. Uh, I, I'm thinking they could have done better if they involved the Republicans. The thing might be, you know, from what we're saying here about shortage of workers and unemployment still being high, that they might take away the 300 a week. <laughs> Admit they're wrong, the Democrats about that. Not a chance in hell. That's just politically not going to happen. So, I I still remain. Um, I'm more Democratic than Republican, but um, I, I I'm actually an independent, and I actually look for good ideas on both sides and look at an issue and try to balance out the pros and cons. Socially, I'm pretty liberal. With money, I line up Republicans a lot of times. I don't believe in magic. I don't believe in excessive deficit spending. I don't believe in over-management of the economy on a case-by-case -case basis, like deciding is Bitcoin good or bad, and let the government decide all of those things. If you don't want CO2 in the air, put a tax on it and let people smarter in technology than government decide the best way to do it. It's complicated. It's not easy to figure out this global warming stuff and how the best way to reduce CO2. I'm a real good engineer and I'm involved in a project right now where we're struggling with the 
pros and cons of how to do stuff to lower CO2 emissions. It's something we really care about. It actually makes it harder to not know about the future. A, a CO2 tax would be something we can plug into equation, do the math and make decisions um, about whether we add equipment to the process to how much equipment we add to deal with that situation. This vagueness that's caused by the government's going to decide about our process in the future is it's just it's not workable. Some future law or some future bureaucrat is going to decide if our magnesium plant is adequate. Now we already have kind of a given that we know what the global You know, if you make a kilogram of magnesium, how many kilograms of CO2 do you put in the air? What's the global average? It's like eight or 10. It's energy intensive, it puts out a lot of CO2. But should we be trying for four? Right now, we know we need to be under eight. You put some money on it, that actually makes our job simpler. And I think the current movement by Biden and the Democrats is to believe that they can take a lot of deficit spending, use that borrowed money effectively to help poor people and to improve living conditions in America. And at the same time, make it more expensive do business in America by raising the income tax. That does not sound like a winning combination to me. I'm a little bit old school here. I've also lived through inflation in the 70s. I was actually alive spending money back then. So all in all, I think, you know, I'm still probably casting my vote Democrats because they're at least trying, but I would really like to see some working together by both sides and come up with um, some more practical market-driven solutions. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan, kind of a update of where Biden is. There's no panacea in the vaccine. And in my mind, uh, I'm advising everyone to buy some gold. I'd buy some Bitcoin, but I don't really know how to do that. Nor do I think it's uh, proven as gold is 
Anyway, this is the Ancient Texan hoping your day's going well and reminding you that you got mm, a couple of weeks till income tax day. Isn't that fun? Have a good one. Namaste.